0: Welcome back to the Society Case Files Podcast. My name is Robert and I'll be your host. Today I'm going to talk about the Rambo movie franchise, the story a little bit, kind of the impact it had, and and just some of my impressions overall, especially about the latest movie called Last Blood, which I just watched on Amazon Prime a few minutes ago. i got a lot to talk about, so I'm going to dive right in. I'm not really sure how to categorize Rambo movies as far as how people feel about them anymore. I know that as a kid who grew up in the 80s, I really loved the movies. They just did it for me because they were, you know, soldierly action movies. And we were very much sort of conditioned to be into that kind of thing. I mean, look at our other action movies back then. All of the Arnold Schwarzenegger shooters like Commando and Predator, that kind of thing. And... So we were just sort of in a phase where watching some lone wolf dude go around and just kick people's asses was, was awesome for us, I guess. But the interesting thing about Rambo is that the first movie begins as an actual, genuine, legit movie. I mean, it has decent critical rating, even though Rotten Tomatoes wasn't around back then. It uh, These days it's it's been updated and people watched it and... Given it a nice rating of an eighty-seven percent, it uh, had a production budget of fourteen million dollars, and it earned one hundred twenty-five million. And if we use the inflation calculator, that means that it cost roughly thirty-seven million today, and and made actually around three hundred thirty-four million. So, honestly, it was it was quite a success all around. And then, if you take into account that the uh, number of people killed in the movie, technically from Rambo to sort of, Uh, there's only one person and it's a guy who falls from a helicopter. Quite honestly, I'd say it's more his fault. I mean, Rambo threw the rock at the window, the jackass was leaning out, his pilot did tell him to be careful and he fell. It was kind of not, you know, it's not like he got knifed to death or gunned down or whatever else. And there's several moments in the movie where Rambo could have just butchered people. I mean, there's the scene where all those stupid cops are Jason him out in the woods and he pretty much just wrecks them. He just stops them and 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 he, he maims a couple, but I'm sure they're going to recover okay. Um, and if you're familiar with the book, you know that at the end of the book, Rambo actually takes his own life, and they did film that scene. But Stallone recommended that maybe they'd want to make some sequels, and obviously, since we're having this conversation, they they went on and did that. Um, all around, I love the first blood movie i've always liked it i could put it on and watch it at any time i think that it's got a lot of very cool little moments here and there and I, I i like the the message especially how it felt back then of these people who came back and felt completely displaced i do think it's interesting that it is a movie that could have been completely avoided if the guy would have just let him buy some dairy queen and be on his way But no, he had to be an ass and and drive him out of town and then cause all those troubles. So uh, this is another movie I've been joking about, films that could be resolved with a brief conversation or or just a little, a tiny bit of tolerance, just a a moment of, you know, maybe it's just not worth my time to do XYZ jerk thing today. But, uh, you know, Brian Dennehy's character did it and uh, we got a whole movie about it. And it kind of ruined Rambo's life, as you find out in the subsequent films. So, when we, when we talk about First Blood, it's not really an action movie. And yes, the majority of the movie is uh, John running around the woods, just trying to stay alive and keep ahead of the competition and eventually get some payback. The, the real point is that when he was pushed, he resorted back to the only thing he really knew how to do the only thing that made any sense to him and well I think they could have found other ways to convey this message and they have in other movies this was this was the kind of movie that got people in the seats so that even though they only had a few minutes of message to convey they were able to do it because people were sitting there to see all the crazy action and obviously based on the numbers people went back and saw it more than once so after First Blood comes out in uh 1982, they start work on First Blood Part 2 and uh, that came out in 1985. That movie is very interesting. I actually studied it in a film class as a uh, example of sort of American propaganda against the communist threat and there's so many 80s things in it. It could have very easily been an Andy Sedaris film to be perfectly honest. You've got guys running around in just vests and being all buff and just mindless action for the most part and it just shows this sort of larger than life one to five man crew going in and just causing havoc all around it is a pretty ridiculous movie i mean there's no getting around it um rambo returning to nam as they as they put it so eloquently it's just it's I don't even I don't even know how to be nice about it. It's it's just stupid, but you know as far as the second movie goes, I guess that's okay. And they wanted more action, which they got. And now Rambo has uh, the gloves have been taken off because he's fighting Soviets and and Vietnamese bad guys, so he can actually get some kills in. So, uh, First Blood Part Two is currently sitting at a thirty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Again, didn't exist back then, but it's a pretty fair assessment of where it was. It uh, cost $44 million, so they gave them quite a bit more money to make it. And uh, in, if we account for inflation, that's about a $105 million movie. So a modest action budget. Maybe a little bit more than is necessary for just blowing stuff up, but there you go. It earned $300 million back then, which is pretty good about money. Adjusted for inflation, that's $719 million. So, all around you can see why they made it and why there were more movies afterwards. Um, If you take it as a propaganda film, like our teacher was trying to convey, it really does have some cultural significance. There's a lot of just little 80s-isms and uh, the whole, I don't know, Reagan time period of in American history it really does shine on the screen even through all of the action and foolishness so in Rambo First Blood Part 2 we escalate the death count to 75 people get murdered by Rambo he actually kills quite a few more people uh, obviously he couldn't be murdering a bunch of American citizens he would have become a, a complete villain in uh, First Blood so in uh, First Blood Part 2 We put him in a theater where, as far as the American public is concerned, it's okay that he's going to start butchering people. And, um, you know, we we get a a fairly standard action movie for the time. Uh, It's in a foreign country. There's soldier stuff going on. Pretty much the same amount of character building as in none. And uh, so, yeah, there you go. That's First Blood Part Two. Writing on the hot success of that in 1988, they made the third movie. And this was done for 58 million dollars, which was the most expensive to date for them. And uh, inflation would suggest that's about 126 now. It made uh, 188 million, which would be 410 million now. So obviously, a pretty significant drop from the second movie, which cost less and made a lot more. Um, I guess maybe that might be why it took so long to make the fourth movie. Uh, among many other things i'm sure but some of the more interesting things about this is that uh you know it it doesn't have nearly the impact of the second one there's not as much flag waving uh to take note of and rambo while he does work with some some locals it's a little bit more like what you would expect a green prey to do go in and find some troops that he can help train or or utilize into an army and, and do stuff but of course they don't hang with him for very long so he has to solo it again and in any event it's completely mindless nonsense in this one i have to say it is actually just genuinely not a very good movie but uh, it is sitting at a 37 percent so oddly it has one percent more which i disagree with but that's neither here nor there so here we have the first three movies And they're all done in the 80s. And for probably the reason that it didn't make as much money at the end, they go on a really long hiatus. And I suspect that's because the 90s weren't so much about that kind of movie. Uh, The 90s really did change action movies a lot. I I don't know that there was a good place for Rambo in the 90s. Honestly, I don't think there was a good place for Rambo ever again. Uh, based on the next two movies that we'll talk about in a moment. But as far as storytelling is concerned, it's interesting that we've got the opportunity to change this character and see him grow at all. And he really doesn't. You know, at the end of the first movie, he has a lot of humanity. And he finally breaks down and really freaks out about what's bothering him. But, you know, all we really get in the second movie is the fact that he knows there's more POWs out in the world and he wants them rescued. I mean, he's got the humanity and empathy for his fellow soldier to fight for that, but he's not, uh, he's not changing at all. You know, he's still the endless soldier. He is the character who is a vehicle for American interests. And, you know, back in the eighties, we always had this machismo thing of, you know, my brother, I got to do whatever it takes for him. Even if it involves breaking the law or breaking international law or starting wars or whatever, my buddy is more important than anything else, and I will do whatever it takes to rescue him. Period. Don't care what happens. So anyway, fast forward, oh, let's see, 20 years? (laughs) Took 20 years to make uh, the next movie, just flat out called Rambo like everything else at the time. If you remember, there was uh, Rambo, Jack Reacher, uh, Alex Cross, uh, John Wick where all of a sudden we just start naming movies the character name, and and that's good enough. It's especially confusing when it's technically a sequel. Now, even though this movie is sitting at a 38%, I actually don't think it's terrible. I think that the premise is pretty good, and I think it could have been pretty much any character. It didn't have to be Rambo. Put into the lead role, they could have. I mean, they could have technically pulled John McClane out if they really wanted to. It would have been better than the other Die Hard movies. But you know, it is Rambo, and now we have this story where he's hanging out in a foreign country, and some missionaries get captured. So he works with some mercenaries to go and uh, save them. Pretty straightforward, while also sort of casting a light on. I don't know. I don't know how many people cared or didn't know that that part of the world was messed up at the time but it did cast a light on it so I want to take just a moment to mention that in Rambo Part 3 his body count was 115 he he murdered 115 soldiers and people and the site even says mostly through shooting in Rambo Part 4 as a much older man now Rambo racks up a body count of 254 people <laughs> Which is more than his first three movies combined, and that's pretty incredible. It's a considerable amount more than the confirmed kills he has uh, from his time in Vietnam, which, uh, according to this site, who has done a lot of research, is uh, 59 people. And uh, not to be too much of a spoiler here, but uh, if you combine all of his kills that you know about... Um, the on-screen kills that he's responsible for and the ones that he has been attributed to his wartime efforts. Rambo has killed 552 people. So that's that's that's, <laughs> that's no small amount. But anyway uh, in the end of uh, Rambo he gets his hands on a uh, Browning M2 aircraft machine gun and he mulches an entire battalion. That was body count 125 to 253, I guess. Anyway. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, And then, you know, uh, murder. Anyway, Rambo also saw something that was a lot different than the rest of the movies. They were always a little bit gross. I mean, nobody can forget in First Blood, him uh, cauterizing his wound with gunpowder. But they weren't nearly as nasty as the fourth Rambo movie. That movie, I mean, he puts that big machine gun into the Jeep and just turns somebody into popcorn. People are being beheaded. As I even read to you just a moment ago, he mulches (laughs) an entire battalion. Sounds like he's a human gardener, I guess. I don't know. It's horrifying. And I don't know why they went there. I don't remember other movies being quite so horrifying. It's almost like they played that old game called uh, Soldier of Fortune and uh, where you could just like blow people into tiny pieces and they're like we can do that in a movie. Let's do it. Got this. It's just special effects. Let's make it happen. And um, anyway, that is that is probably the number one thing I remember about the movie is that and the fact that the uh, his mercenary friends were kind of idiots to be honest. But in any event, uh, the 2008 Rambo cost $47.5 million to make. And uh, actually, the adjustment for inflation does apply. Uh, inflation would have made that a $56 million movie. Uh, it earned $112 million, uh, which inflation would put it at $134. i am actually really surprised that they were even able to make another movie. But, to be fair, it did take another 11 years which leads us all the way around to last blood. I'm going to be honest. The next few minutes are going to be spoiler heavy. Um, I'm going to also tell you that I don't really think you should watch the movie. It is pretty much trash. I am completely shocked that I made it through. And as I did make it through, I can tell you all about it. So last blood sees Rambo living in Arizona and, uh, there's a young girl who's just graduated high school, and she's talking about going to college. And you find out that Rambo is her uncle. And uh, she's, uh, she's a Mexican-American. Um, her father bailed out on her, and her mom died of cancer. And he's just been raising her for the last 10 years, which, you know, that's that's reasonable. But at the end of Rambo, he was like... <laughs> or in Rambo, the, the previous movie, he was, he was in the far East. So suddenly he found his way back to America and took up a farm. And, and I, I guess he was just kicking it in Arizona. So the, uh, the young girl seems to really want to know why her father left her and her mother. And she finds a way to track him down in Mexico. Her friend calls her and says, hey, I found your, your old man. Why don't you come down and you can confront him? So she tells Rambo and her guardian that, you know, I've got to do this. i just got to know. And they both talk her down. They're like, that's really crazy. It's really dangerous. He was a piece of crap. He doesn't care about you. He walked because he's a bad person. Just trust us. We raised you. We're your family. Well, <laughs> it wouldn't be a movie if she listened. So I guess she just had to go south of the border find out what's going on and she gets there and her friend is kind of uh i mean i i think they're trying to imply that she was a prostitute they don't flat out say it but there are some implications when she says things like it's hard living down here you do what you gotta do so (laughs) she takes her to see her dad and she knocks on the door and the guy at first, seems like he's going to be cool. You know, he smiles. He says she looks like her mom and on and on. And she says, I just I just have one question for you. You know, why'd you leave? And he comes out and he's like, because one day I just realized I didn't care for either of you. And I was wasting my time and I needed to find someone I actually cared about. So I just left. You don't ever need to come back. I'm done. It was it was so bl- just bland. Talk about K-I-R. So she freaks out, has a big crying fit, goes downstairs, tells her friend. Her friend's like, well, you're too miserable. You can't drive home tonight. Uh, Why don't we go out? I'll clear your mind. So she takes her to a club. And uh, pretty much as you would expect, she gets roofied and captured by super bad people. And at that point, I got the impression that we were going to get a sort of taken movie, where Rambo was going to come and employ his special set of skills, but... Really, Rambo is kind of a blunt instrument at this point. He really only knows how to kill people. He's not subtle. (laughs) So he does find out, and he drives down, and uh, he talks to the friend, and he's actually pretty pretty hardcore. I was really surprised. He's like, I'm going to hurt you if you don't tell me what I want to know. And she does, and she takes him to the club, and he finds one of the bad guys, and he follows him. And when he gets there... Uh, Well, before that, he tortures the guy a little bit, but I'm not going to get into that. It was just needlessly disgusting for no reason whatsoever. And uh, he ends up making it to this house where the bad guys are supposedly hanging out. And he gets out, and he's walking around, and they're building all this incredible tension. Like, people are going to get up to Rambo, and he's just going to unleash the fury of America on him or something. But uh, that doesn't happen. In fact, he gets up on the roof, and there's just so many guys that he just kind of surrenders. And I'm not sure what his plan was, but he just kind of stands there and lets him talk and doesn't say anything. Until they just check his wallet and see the picture of the girl. And and then they just tool him up and beat the ever-living crap out of him. Like bad. <laughs> like concussion bad and, and worse. And then they take his knife and they carve a V in his face. And they tell him, dude, now we're going to go and torture the girl that you came for. She's going to be an example. So... Hands up getting saved by someone, and he wakes up four days later and he's he's mostly better because he's probably from the fast and furious universe where you recover from wounds like your wolverine and He heads out to uh find the girl, and his weapon of choice in this case is a hammer <laughs> uh somebody helps him again and tells him exactly where she probably is very very convenient he goes there. Beats the crap out of these dudes horribly. I mean, we're talking murder with a hammer. It's not pretty at all. And it's got the same level of gore from Rambo. Probably a little worse, to be honest. He finds her, and she's really messed up. They've been giving her drugs. They cut up her face. She's just trashed. So he gets her in the car, and he's driving her home, and he's trying to talk to her. And they're trying to build some serious empathy and really make you feel the pain and loss of what's happened to both him and her and help you really understand what's going to happen and get you really invested in it and then she dies on the road home and so he gets home and they they bury her and and then he pretty much knows what's going to happen he's going to have to take care of these guys because they'll probably come for him he already went into their house pretty much and murdered a bunch of their guys but they don't really know where to find him so he heads back to Mexico kills a whole bunch of them And uh, leaves a message for him pretty much so they can find him. Then he goes home and he changes up his farm to be a murder factory, basically. He already had some tunnels dug where he hung out and, you know, forged things and did Rambo shit. And we're talking traps all over the place and just horrible stuff rebar on the floor and grenades and claymores and whatever other horror you can imagine they just they just basically <laughs> wrote down every horrible weapon they could think of and then impl- implemented it so the uh two bad guys they're their brothers they're having a conversation and one of them really wants revenge and the other one's like dude it's not my thing i'm not going so only one of the brothers goes and he brings a lot of guys i don't know how many uh does it say here I don't know. Let's see. Uh, well, he only kills a total of 46 people in last blood. It says, so I guess he must've killed a lot on that uh, farm. Anyway, they go through and they just get morched in really nasty ways. And I mean, we're talking things like, uh, guy gets hit with these punji stick things. And while he's basically dying, Rambo shoots him in the back of the head with a shotgun, just craziness. And, uh, The final bad guy, he gets him pinned to a wall with uh, his bow, and then he cuts his heart out. He genuinely, legit, just opens him up and rips his heart out. (laughs) I guess he was being honest. So, what is wrong with Last Blood beyond everything? So, to be a little bit more uh, discerning and and approach this in a way that, that gives it a chance to tell a story, I think the biggest problem with Last Blood is believing that Rambo had a family because in First Blood, he's out looking for a buddy because he's got nowhere to go. He doesn't have anybody. Uh, That's why he gets in his first adventure. And then in the second movie, he's in prison. They let him out to go off and kill Soviets. And in the third one, he's like living in Thailand or something, you know, Filipino stick fighting. (laughs) Rambo has nowhere to go. So for three movies, before even the modern ones, we've basically seen that Rambo has nothing. And then even in the fourth movie, he's he's living in the Far East, he's hanging out with one buddy, and he gives tour guide uh, trips on a boat. He's the one who takes the uh, missionaries up the river and drops them off. So I guess that we can assume that Rambo ran into somebody and has adopted them. As his family has sort of chosen them as family, but to suggest that he suddenly has family after years of us not seeing it, it can't be blood. So that's really strange. And they do kind of make a point of that when they're like, you know, you raised her for 10 years and blah, blah, blah. But here's the problem. (laughs) You don't gain empathy when people tell you things in movies. You have to experience them. So they could have fixed it if she would have been introduced in the fourth movie. But because she's just brand new and is suddenly this massive catalyst for extreme violence, it's harder for us as the audience to feel a whole lot of pain and empathy for him. Uh, It's not like the Rambo character is the most emotionally... broad character to be playing in the first place. And Stallone, while he has turned in some solid performances here and there, it's not as if he can really sell what I think they're trying to convey. And so what we end up with is just a very cheap vehicle to get people in a tunnel and kill them horribly. And there's so many ways they could have done that without this cheap murder a young girl angle that they went with. I mean, they could have just had the bad guys be people who uh, were angry about something he did in some other mission. Uh, But they really wanted the personal touch. They wanted it to be about family because maybe they watched the Fast and Furious movies and saw how well that works. Who knows? But ultimately, it doesn't work because we don't really know who this girl is. The movie's only an hour and a half long, so it's not like we get a whole lot of exposition Prior to the action happening, you know, we get a few token moments of, you know, yeah, I've been to all of your all your events and and, and you're really cool. OK, great. I mean, that helps a little. And we do recognize that you are a decent guy when she's around. But <laughs> how did you get to Arizona? I mean, there are other questions that come up if you've watched all the Rambo movies. And let's be honest, why would you be watching Last Blood If you haven't seen any of the other Rambo movies, what would compel you to watch this movie if you hadn't seen the other ones first? So, ultimately, the action is pointless because you have no real vested interest. It is graphic beyond belief for pretty much no reason. And I think that it is supposed to be that way so that you go, yeah, get it, get some, that's vengeance right there. And even a moment when the person who helped him out and saved his life, basically, sits him down and is like, dude, we grieve and we move on. There's no vengeance. What are you talking about? And this was an opportunity for Rambo to say, well, you know what? It's not just about vengeance. It's about other people not going through what my niece did. You know, I want to make sure that these guys pay so they're not kidnapping girls. But no, they don't go there. He's just like, I want my revenge. And I'm going to give him my hate. And it's going to happen. Okay, great. I mean, <laughs> be direct at least. Ultimately they failed on every possible level. And it makes perfect sense why it took 11 years for another Rambo movie. Now <laughs> I sincerely doubt there will be any more Rambo movies unless they decide to reboot them somehow with a brand new actor or something. Because, uh, Mr. Stallone is quite on in eight in years. Um, But, you know, they have gone very far astray from the first two movies where they were really conveying messages. And while they may have been good, bad or indifferent messages, they were definitely vehicles for something. They stood for something. Now they're sort of just these cheap thrills of extreme violence. And I'd say that the primary target audience has to be. I don't know dudes that walk around with their AR-15s out in malls or something. I don't, I honestly don't know because they're not, they, they they don't resonate emotionally. They didn't even really pump me up or get my blood going at all. There's a song by Danny Elfman called war again. And it talks about uh war in the sense of watching it on television back in the uh, operation desert storm and all that stuff. And uh, he talks about how it gets your blood going to watch these uh, acts of violence on TV, and then it's like a video game. And I guess that's how the Rambo movies used to be. But honestly, video games are better now, because even Grand Theft Auto has more story <laughs> than these Rambo movies do. Uh, the GTA games have character development that is dramatically better than anything we see in these movies. So even the audience that they might have hoped for that would like love gun violence and just horror like that can get the outlet in a better format. So all around, I think it's interesting that the Rambo movies exist and that there are uh, five of them, <laughs> that, uh, that it took so long between three and four, and that once three was done, You know, when they stopped sending him to places on behalf of the American government, it sort of became more personal after that. And really, it's a case of them not even watching the source material before they jumped in and just made another movie, which leads me to think they were cash cowing. Another thought I had was the the Apollo movies. You know, they're basically Rocky movies. He's there to train Apollo Creed's son or grandson, whoever he is, um, I think they're approaching the Rambo movies in the same way. But there's a big difference between boxing and flat-out murder. And the audience is very different. And I think that if a whole lot of people are going to be butchered horribly, we as an audience want more reason, and we want it to make sense, and we want it to resonate with us. And if it's going to be vengeance, then we need a little bit more empathy. I guess we can be relied upon to find something in our own pasts, but who's going into a Rambo movie with that much thought about what they're about to see? Nobody. They're there to see an action movie. They're there to see what we saw in First Blood 2. This isn't, you know, high cinema. And I mean, I'd say that Taken is much closer to high cinema because at least Liam Neeson was a better actor who could convey real emotion and sell this long-term relationship with someone where... Stallone just couldn't. In any event, that is my rant about the Rambo series and uh, a lot of information about it, and specifically about Last Blood and why I think it failed. Uh, I want to thank you very much for listening today. If you liked what you heard and you want to hear more, please visit the website at www.societycasefiles.com. Drop us a note and let us know what you think, and if there's any topics you want me to cover, Uh, You can also support the project at www.ko-fi.com. Thanks again. Hope you have a great week.